This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. It's what I look forward to on the last week of every month, payday. And I'm sure many of you feel the same. And while we're happy to share we just got paid, most of us are rarely open to sharing just how much we get paid. Now, we've heard arguments about the benefits of being transparent with your salary. It helps increase motivation, reduce bias in the workplace. But it's quite apparent that it's the younger generation that are more open to sharing what their salary is and not their older colleagues. And that's because many still believe that salary transparency will bring about more negative effects than positive ones. Is this true? Or should Malaysia embrace salary transparency? Well, to talk to us about this, I have online with me today a dear friend, Derek To, CEO of Hiredly. Welcome to the show, Derek. Hi, hi, Audrey. Uh, thanks for inviting me to the show. So, um, Derek, I understand that salary kept coming up frequently during Hyatley's 2022 Work Culture Report. Uh, can you give us a gist of what that study was about, what it found, and, and why salary has become such a hot topic of late? Yeah, I, I guess in, in some sense, um, you know, what, if you think about it, everyone is working a job because of money, right? Money is Ooh. a very big factor uh, and, and it, it still is. So, so even from our survey, we find that, um, you know, money is a big factor and then career growth is a big factor. But if you think about it, career growth is also somewhat related to money because what, what, what career growth basically means is potential future money. You know, so, so everything is sort of tied to money in some sense. And, and I think right now, uh, what's, what's different with, let's say, the new generation is you could say that uh, many of them are actually, you know, looking beyond money, right? They obviously, they care about, you know, the nature of the work, you know, the, uh, do, they, do they care about the company's mission, etc. So it's become a bigger thing that they consider. But it still doesn't move away from the fact that everyone still understands that they are working for money, right? Money is an important factor. So, um, yeah, I think, I think so for when we did our survey, you know, we found that regardless of how, how much we, we're talking a lot about the other things that the new generation is talking about, you know, is considering, every organization or employer should still not forget the fact that at the end of the day, you still have to pay people fairly, right? Or at least at market rate. If not, whatever story or mission you tell uh, is only going to work for so long. And then, I'll, and then one day they're going to still go to move to another company for money, right? <laughs> hmm. Now, okay, I'm just going to flat out ask you, Laderic, you know, um, salary transparency. Is it actually okay to speak openly about your salary in this day and age, in the environment and climate that we work in? Is it okay to openly speak about your salary? Yeah, I, I, every organization seems to have a different take on this uh, you know I've, I've worked in companies where it was um, you know where they openly say that as in you, you can't discuss salary like it's a mm. policy the company says that no one is allowed to discuss salary and, and then some companies uh, seem to take a more relaxed approach as in there's no hard policy here you know generally people just don't do it you know so, so it's more of like just relying on the people to whether you want to do it or not it's up to you so um yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a tricky one. I think I think salary transparency. Um, a, a lot of the times, I find that um, 
the, the younger generation or the, the, the people that just entered the workforce are much more open to discuss uh, salary versus the, the people from, you know, I suppose older, right? And it could be partially due to the culture of organizations in the past and slowly things are sort of evolving, right? So it's, it's a new, interesting concept. I think that the market is just uh, <laughs> uh, understanding this is a thing now, right? Whereas it was not a thing before. Mm. No, I, I, I want to actually touch on those companies that have certain policies on salary transparency. And also, you know, there are uh, countries, you know, like Australia that have clauses that do not allow their employees to disclose their salary. Now, what is there to gain um, by not allowing um, your employees to discuss their salaries? I mean, it does feel like these organizations have something to hide if they're not allowing their employees to discuss their salaries, right? Yeah, I mean, on, on the surface, I guess if you take a very cynical kind of point of view, right, you might, it's very easy to say that, well, the company doesn't want us to discuss salary because they're underpaying us, right? Or underpaying mm-hmm. some of us, right? And, and they don't want this to be open. So if you're, if you're not underpaying people, why should you have to hide, you know, like companies driven by costs, et cetera, right? I mean, this is a kind of more cynical view on it. But, but I have a sort of the more practical view as in like representing both em- like employers and job seekers right on our platform. The thing about every organization, right, the objective is they're trying to build uh, very um, united teams, teams that can work together towards the goal, you know. And of course, uh, you know, being paid a salary is part of, uh, I suppose, your contract with the company. But yes. every company doesn't want their employees to feel like it's a transactional thing between them and the company. Every company wants everyone to come together, unite, cooperate, collaborate, work towards the goal. But if you sort of, um, let's talk about, say, salary transparency in this kind of environment, right? If everything is just very open, uh, and let's assume that some people are paid more than other people, and there can be more at the various different factors, maybe they are more skilled, maybe they're not skilled. The, the, converse, the, the risk that the conversation always just becomes about money and people comparing themselves to one another uh, will break, you know, a sort of this kind of um, culture, right? There's a, there, because now I say, hey, why is this person being paid, say, 500 ringgit more than me every month, but we're doing the same job? And, and maybe, I mean, there could be various reasons for it. Like it could be perhaps this person is generally more skilled or the company thinks this person is delivering better, but... It's not, you know, like, like the conversation keeps on circling around stuff like that. And the, why is this person better than me? And it just, you know, you can imagine like everyone sort of kind of like think for themselves, right? A, a, a point of view and as like, and comparing to each other rather than seeing each other as a team, you know? Mm. So, so there is that risk. Now on the flip side, you could say that, well, you can solve that risk by paying everyone the same. Right, mm-hmm. you can solve that problem. But then, if you pay everyone the same, then what if someone is generally a performer, and then they look at this person and say, "Why am I getting the same as this person who is clearly not performing?" <laughs> you know, so so there's there's no winner <laughs> either way, <laughs> and it's uh, it's and, and and therefore everything just becomes about how much is the company paying me versus someone else in the right. company, right? And it's very difficult to build like a very cohesive cohesive team. So I think if you take it from a more practical point of view. That's one. And the other thing also, you think about recruitment point of view. As you're growing the business, as you're hiring new people, sometimes, you know, when you're hiring uh, someone from another company, you might 
um, uh, you might, uh, you know, have to pay like an increment, right, to get this person to come over. And it, and if you pay this person an increment, and let's say if everyone else in your company is say earning five thousand, and this other person you intend to pay six thousand, so if everything's yeah. transparent, are you going to increase the other people's five thousand to six thousand? Let's say there's ten of them. Right, that's one way, which would be if you some sense that wow, like you know, <laughs> no one would ever think you would do something like that, right? And then it's like <laughs> or it's hiring high- that much more expensive as well. <laughs> yes, yes. So not only are you paying this person six thousand, now you have to increase ten other people from five thousand to six thousand to to be transparent. And 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 the second thing is that um, uh, I mean, doing that is obviously impractical. But and the other thing is maybe this person earning six thousand is generally better, right? And and and. So, so this, this you know, and a company might be thinking, look, I'm going to hire this person at 6000 And maybe if I really feel that, you know, they're delivering well, and maybe my other, the other 10 people are also, I believe, the same, you know, capability this person, we can still adjust that 5000 to 6000 over time. So the company's intentions might be the right ones. But at the point you hire this person, it just creates this kind of like, you know, mm. oh, how come, you know, but, you know, and so... Very, very tricky, uh, in my opinion. Okay, so that's what it's like for the employers and for organizations, you know, if they have to practice salary transparency. Um, but what are the advantages and disadvantages of, um, well, pay transparency when it comes to employees? You know, when would it work for them and when would it work against them? Yeah, so if you take the same concept and you use, you sort of the flip side, right? Uh, it also means that um, assuming the company, when we say pay transparency, means everyone can know each other's salary. And then I, I think that therefore tends to mean that you will be paid the same as everyone else, right? Because, you know, any differences have to somewhat be explained. And so, so the tendency will be if everyone's salary is transparent, most likely many, many people are going to be earning the same salary. Then, then as, a, as, a, as an employee, uh, the motivation to overperform might change. Because like if you do really well in your job and then, you know, you, the, the company might be more reluctant to just, you know, give you a higher salary because now they have to explain it to the other 10 people because uh, everyone can actually see your salary. So the, the culture, the, like the performance culture is, um, I, I have questions about how it will be, you know, it will be executed. Right, unless the company is so clear why this person is paying more, and and, and let, let's look at like different roles, right? So if you're in say sales, I, I always use I like to use sales because sales is a very number driven mm. role. So in a sales job, it's very easy to prove why someone should earn more, right? Because number you have right? targets, but yeah, targets, and you can actually quantify your performance with a number. Mm. But almost every other job is very difficult to do. So it, it, if if salary transparency is an open thing, then the culture of the company in terms of how they pay, I'm not sure, right? How, how they would, whether you might end up earning less if you're a performer because the company is reluctant to deal with the instability of the other 10 people being unhappy, that you are the one person that's being paid more, right? On the flip side, obviously, the, you know what everyone's being paid. So <laughs> if, you, if you, there will be situations where uh, someone in the company is paid more than you when it's clear that you are performing, right? And, and this person could have been paid more because of the circumstances in which they were hired, 
you know, uh, and, and like maybe at the point of hiring the company, say, look, uh, like, you know, like this person said, look, I'm only going to join your company if you pay me, say, 7000 I've got a family to feed, that's whatever reason, right? And the company sort of balance two things as, okay, I'm paying A, uh, 5000 but I really need to hire this person B. So let's just pay this person 7000 even though they're doing the same job. Like, you might, you never know, scenarios like this might actually happen. And, and, and then now, if you're an employee now, you know that, you know, someone else is being fit. So, and you can ask for more salary, you know, and, and you can, and you can legitimately ask for more salary. So, uh, of course, I, I think as an employee, most people would lean to, I want to know, right? Uh, so I, I, I can understand the reason why I want to know. Uh, but, uh, but if you flip back to the, the company's point of view, right? I, I really think the big, the biggest risk is that suddenly everyone becomes very silo, very transactional. Their relationship to each other is more like, how much are you earning? How much am I earning? How mm. come this is the case? You know, rather than, you know, just work together as a team. So most companies, I think, the, they understand the salary thing is important. Obviously, there might be annual reviews and stuff. But at the point of hiring this person, after that negotiation, what they hope is once you sign that contract, you come and work for the company. That let's put this salary topic aside now and focus on the work. Right? Like this is done, right? We've discussed salary, we shook hands, let's go, right? Let's move as a team. But if salary is like front and center of the conversation all the time, then the culture will change. I think mm. because people are constantly comparing themselves to each other based on salary. Right. Okay, we're going to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we talk about how employers who choose to speak about salary transparency can do it right without stepping on toes. And if Malaysia should embrace salary transparency. All that and more happening on Resource Centre. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Bulldozing fine measures. BFM. 89.9, The Business Station. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Derek Toh, the CEO of Hiredly, and we are talking about salary transparency. And thus far, what we've established is it's a tricky, tricky situation, isn't it, Derek? Yes, very tricky. Uh, I, yeah, we, we understand why, what is, you know, uh, in concept, why it's good, but in practice, it's challenging. So, okay, um, if um, employees, you know, want to choose to, to talk about or, or want uh, to practice salary transparency, how can they do this right, you know, without stepping into dangerous territory or jeopardizing their position or harming their career? Um, is there a way that they can go about this? Um, so, um, uh, I guess in the sense where, uh, if you mean that they, they want to ask for more salary, right? So maybe they know, or, or, or they, they, they know what their colleagues are being paid, etc. And, um, uh, it's very tricky to go to an employer and say that, look, I, you know, you know, Michael told me that he's earning this and, you know, I'm earning that. And I think it's, this is a, it's challenging to do this. I, I would say you could. Uh, just refer to the market, right? Mm. They say, okay, hi, hi, employer. So I am, you know, I, I'm doing currently doing this role. Um, you, you must sort of reiterate to the employer that you genuinely like being in the company and you want to do the role because what you don't want to do is to make the employer feel like it's just about money, 
Right? Mm. Employees don't like that in general, right? So even though they know that it is about money, <laughs> but they don't like the feeling that you're just here, uh, it's all about money. So so it's just say that, look, I, I love the role, I love the company, etc. But I, I do understand that the market is paying like, you know, can pay X amount for this role. And, uh, and, and, and currently, I believe I'm at that level, right? Because mm. of whatever reason. So... Um, I'm really hoping that you will adjust my salary or if you don't if you don't agree with me that I'm at that level, perhaps you can give me some you know, some feedback or ideas how I, I can show you, right? I prove to you that level and, and have that conversation in that way rather than saying, oh yeah, like uh, you know, Lisa told me that she's earning more, you know, like so that's that's very, very tricky. And then what well, that because if you if you take that approach, right? The employee's initial reaction, while obviously trying to talk to you about your salary, would be like, oh, like what's what's happening? You know, mm. are, are people just like, you know, complaining to each other about salary? And it, it, it's a distraction. So yeah. you don't want to create that distraction. You want to focus on trying to get a good salary for yourself. Right. Yeah. I think that that is that is the goal. And not get Lisa and Michael in trouble as well. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Derek, no we've been hearing a We've been hearing a lot about how some organizations abroad are embracing salary transparency in order to promote good working conditions. They want to, to show that they are transparent about everything and all their workers are on a level playing field. Um, do you think that this is something that Malaysia should embrace as well or, or even organizations in the region? Um, should they implement salary transparency in order to promote good working conditions? I know we, we've discussed how tricky this can be you know, in, in this day in Asia and in our current climate, but moving forward, is this something that um, Malaysia and you know the countries in the region should be working towards? My, my opinion is that every company should default to transparency, like default to being open. So, so it is definitely a good direction to go into. Uh, and and if if a company can figure out how to do it well, it is um, it, it it is possibly a, a good magnet for talent let's say right like because people the, the trust between the company and the and, and their people will increase and, and the you know and the trust between each other will increase but there are many sort of prerequisites to get to this situation i think and i think one of the mm. first few ones is that the company has to be able to have very robust and objective performance management um, processes or systems that means you have to be very confident how you can explain differences in salary, right? And as objectively as possible, because if you cannot do that, then it's very difficult to implement. So, so, so being able to explain that is important and being able to sort of onboard, so, uh, onboard or hire the type of talent that can approach this in a mature way as an adult. So understanding why they might be you know, paying, being paid less than their colleague, you know, and accepting that, um, it's 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 a personality thing, right? So so they, they have to be able to hire people who can uh, ability to attract talent like this, uh, uh, and 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 so if they're able to do that, I think it could possibly work, right? Like uh, because we all know that transparency increases trust, right? The more the more secretive an employee, it's not just about salary. I mean, every uh, most employers are. You know, uh, right now th there's no salary transparency as a whole. But even don't just talk about salary, right? In, in any organization where information, you know, is being uh, withheld as a culture, 
right? Everything is, oh, it's management's discretion. I don't explain any decision to you. You know, like there, there are some companies that are very like this. So um, you, it, it is known that the trust between the, the management and the, and the teams change versus employers where we openly tell, tell people why decisions are made, share information, you know. So, so um, salary is the one level beyond that. So if you can even be transparent about salary, I think it's good. I actually think that it is a great magnet for talent uh, and um, and increases trust. And if if a company has a very high trust within the team, then they can be very effective, right? So I, I saw, I, I'm very aware that, so to contrast with what I said earlier, with saying that, you know, when salary is a front and center of conversation, it does break the teamwork and trust. But this is only when it's not implemented well, right? Mm. So this is the very big question mark you know, how to implement salary transparency, right? <laughs> so it's a big, so if you ask me philosophically, yes, we should go in this direction. But then if you, if you the, the next question is like, do you think we're able to? I'm not sure, right? So you talk about companies' performance management uh, systems or processes and sort of the culture of the people, you know, are they mature enough to handle a conversation where they're being paid less than their colleague, right? Mm. And accept why, right? So, so these are big questions. Hmm. Now, um, before I let you go, Derek, um, is there a way to get started with this? Because in, how can employers and organizations like maybe set the foundation to properly to properly introduce the practice of salary transparency? Because I've also uh, heard of some organizations that actually reveal the band, the salary band of their employees. Is that a way to get started uh, if they were to... Uh, want to embrace, you know, just the starting points to embrace salary transparency. Is that a way to get started? Yes, yes, that, that's a great, that's a great way. So, so when you, when you use salary bands, uh, obviously you're not revealing the actual number, but roughly, right, roughly. So, 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 so what, what effectively happens is, you, you know, if someone's on a different band and, and, you know, whether or not they're exactly same or how much they're different from you, don't overthink it. So I think that that's a, that's a good way to start. Um, the other thing is, um, if you look at organizations where, um, you know, a, a large number of people are doing the same job, like say audit firms, uh, actually they are very, tr quite transparent with mm -hmm. salary, especially like junior, because everyone knows that, oh, at junior level, you're paid this amount, you hit this KPI, you're, you know, you become mid and then senior. So, so it, where, where you have large amounts of people, uh, groups of people doing the same thing, and especially if they start at the very junior level, it's a good way to implement this. Right, just be open and and you know and and transparent about it. Like for example, in Highly, we try to do the same thing. Like it, every fresh graduate highly starts at the same salary. There's no negotiation. Like upfront, even if we love you, you think you're great, you know. But everyone starts the same, right? So so every fresh graduate joins the company knows that someone else that joins the company is being paid the same as them, right? So we do do it at, at the fresh graduate level, and then it can go on for a couple of years. And then after that, that's when I suppose this is the part that becomes a little trickier, right? So when you're trying to hire an uh, experienced or senior person, especially if you're trying to hire from outside, right? Then, then trying to keep the, uh, this salary transparency policy becomes trickier. But good place to start is at the junior level where you hire lots of people and then there's some structure and that is, like, it's very easy to progress. So once you, if you can nail this part, then I, I think then you can figure out like the next step. 
right? What's next after this? But but I, I mean, I, I love that how you, you mentioned like salary bands. I think salary bands are a great way to, to step into this. Right. Derek, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Audrey. I've been speaking with Derek Toh, CEO of Hiredly. If you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the brand new BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. And of course, for more information on Hiredly, you can visit their website at... Uh, Hiredly.com. H-I-R-E-D-L-Y.com. <laughs> My name is Audrey Raj. And on behalf of Derek Toh from Hiredly, thank you for joining us on Resource Center, BFM 89.9. Listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.